Legacy. A word some of us love to use, others don't understand. And one of the things we all have to leave behind, whether we want to or not. Like death and taxes, we have to come to the realization or the reality of the legacy we leave behind. If actively worked on or built on, you will have the opportunity to build something for the next generation. Some of the definitions of legacy is the long-lasting impact of a particular event or events, actions, etc. that took place in the past or of a person's life. Another example is building a legacy means creating something enduring that can be passed on. This might be a physical business or work towards affecting change through a cause. A business legacy is not just simply a thing, such as a startup or a product, but also it's uh, the ability to endure through generations. Now, you want to build something that lasts beyond your lifetime. And in order for you to do that, you need to start with building. And how do you do that? You find a problem that the world has, you provide a solution, whether it be a service or product for that, and you build it in such a way that when people look at the world, they cannot imagine a world or the world without your service or product in it. So therefore, you've now created something that is beyond yourself. And in this episode, I have such a guest. In this episode, I chat to Keith Tauber, owner, master franchisee at School of Rock, South Africa, with over 25 years of experience in sales and someone who's excited about people. Keith and his team mobilize people to achieve their life goals through music. Keith, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the session. Thank you so much for taking up your time. The earliest of 2024, in January 2024. Jason, thank you very much for the invite and for that, that awesome uh, uh, introduction. I uh, really appreciate it. And it's awesome to be on your show. Yeah, Keith. So the reason why I chose you, because I, I, in fact, I thought of you last year, but I thought I must approach with caution because you are a busy man. But also, I think you you fit with all the things that I've been watching you over a period of time, the things that you've been accomplishing and doing with School of Rock and the many other entities that you're involved in. Um, I've just been watching you and I've been so excited about your journey or your entrepreneurial business journey, but just in terms of your, your life journey. And so I thought I must get this man on to part, to the podcast because, um, as I mentioned in getting you on here, that the, the concept and the heart behind this, this, this type of podcast is that it's things that I've learned on a Monday morning. I've been through an extreme, exciting journey in 2023, did some life changing, uh, life changes and business changes within my life. And I thought, let's start this podcast to reflect on the learnings that I've acquired over this period of time in being in business. And that's why it's called Things We Learn on a Monday Morning, because Monday morning we go to work, we learn things on a Monday morning. That's, in essence, the concept of it. And one of the big things that I've really dug into and discovered and learned the importance of legacy. And that's why you popped up and I'm like, I must reach out to this man and hopefully he's available. And you said, yes, I'm so grateful and thankful that you are here. <laughs> so <laughs> Keith, to start it off, in your own words, how would you define legacy? This is actually a, a subject that's where, when you sent the, um, the theme through, um, it's a subject that I love talking about, funnily enough. So I thought this is going to be easy. It's going to be great. <laughs> but yes. really, I think 
I think a legacy is really something wonderful, something spectacular that you leave behind. Um, I think it's the sum total of all your personal values. Um, I think it's your accomplishments, it's your actions, um, it's the decisions you've made in your life. Um, if you are in a leadership position, um, very important how you've led, uh, how you've led others, um, and how you've put together a vision and allowed other people to share your vision and to walk with you on that path. So I think it's, it's really about people, um, it's about people, something resonating with people. So if people resonate with you as a person, um, I don't, I, w I would like to not believe that people do things with the mindset that they want to, they want to be remembered because I think that would be very narcissistic. Um, yeah. but I, but I think if it happens naturally and, and the person that you are and your own personal values, if that resonates with others, I think naturally a legacy is, is left behind. Wow. You, you've raised so many, so many amazing points there about the definition and the robust nature of legacy is that it's not something that you, in essence, seek to be remembered by, or uh, like, I want to set out to build a legacy. Although some of us do, and I'm, I guess I'm guilty of that because I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in being part of entities in, this, in terms of business-wise, life-wise, creativity in all, in all aspects of, of life being part of something that is beyond myself. So if I had to understand or define legacy, it's always something that is bigger than myself. And maybe that in some ways can be narcissistic, but the way you framed it was so nicely is that, that it's, it's something that is you and people will see you, your legacy for who you are. Just, you need to live your life and you, that's how your legacy unfolds and is left behind when you leave this earth. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. And, and I think it's just about being true to, yourself because i think your truth will will be lasting and i think at the end of the day if you live a purposeful life a legacy will automatically remain uh when you are no longer around um so for me a legacy is linked very very closely to your purpose and your passion in life wow yes and you should have you should have come on my other episodes because i'd spoke about purpose <laughs> the first one, but it's fine I, I saved i saved the best for this one <laughs> Uh, speaking of legacy, Keith, um, you, okay, before, before I was in the jump to the school of rock, but let, let's say those that don't know who you are, uh, tell us a bit about yourself, a little bit about life, maybe before school of rock, because we can talk about school of rock, definitely, because I see that as a huge part of your legacy um, and the amazing that you're building. But tell, who, who is Keith? Who is Keith before all of these, before this episode? Who is Keith? Yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great question that um, I, I, uh, was born in Germany, in West Germany, um, and I grew up in Namibia, in Vintuk. Um, I spent spent the most part of my life there until I was shipped off to boarding school um, in Standard 6, um, went to school in Grahamstown, and then completed my schooling uh, in Cape Town. Um, after that, studied, and then I went into the corporate world for a while. Um, I worked for a big corporate. I became a sales rep, um, and then eventually a sales manager, um, worked in a distribution center as a distribution center manager as well um, for one of the big retailers and then became a national a key national account manager for the uh, for the supplier um, so that's where I learned most of my business skills from um, and then following that I actually went farming so we have a family uh, farm in KZN um, so I spent uh, gosh about 10 or 12 years of my life um, 
really delving into being a, a farmer and, pl- and literally and figuratively plowing, plowing back and giving back. Um, and then following that came the, the, um, the move into, into School of Rock and everything else associated with it. Wow. So yeah, I can definitely see the thread of legacy. Uh, building things beyond yourself. Farming. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Germany. Yes. Uh, wow. You, you've been everywhere in some of my favorite places. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Germany, by the way. Um, I love Germany. Wow. I've been there once. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I was, I loved it. I love the country. I think it's a beautiful country. Beautiful um, country. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's efficient. <laughs> Let's put it that yeah. Way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Keith, so, yeah, so now we got to know a bit about you. So, School of Rock, uh, I'm intrigued by the concept I, I'm familiar with. And some people may hear School of Rock and think the movie, they think Jack Black, but they don't really know about School, school of Rock, the, the business, School of Rock, the actual school, the music school. Um, tell us a bit about School of Rock. Like, what is school, school of Rock all about and what do you guys offer? Let's just give us a bit of a, a, bit of a break, breakdown of what you guys, who you guys are. Jason, yeah, School of Rock um, basically started out in the USA, uh, I think l- late 1989, 1990, um, as a single unit uh, operation. Um, it was previously known as the Paul Green uh, School of Rock. Um, the School of Rock actually precedes the movie. A lot of people think it's the other way around, um, that the concept came from the movie. We actually existed before the movie came out, um, which is quite interesting. So... Um, but very much like you see in the movie, um, we do pretty much uh, that. We are not a full-time um, school uh, as is uh, depicted in the movie itself. We are a part-time school. There are currently 350 schools located around the world, um, and they have just signed, I think, 150-odd more schools in Brazil, um, and they're moving into, um, I believe, into China Japan, um, around Europe as well. We are the only one uh, in Africa, in South Africa. We've been around for the last, uh, it'll be nine years in, in May. Um, and we currently teach around 350, 360 students uh, here from our branch in Claremont. Um, we are opening another branch uh, because we acquired the School of Rock uh, master franchise license for South Africa. So we are expanding now and, and actively looking for franchisees across the country. Um, but we are going to be setting up our head office uh, out at a very interesting and exciting um, development called Devonbosch, which is outside Stellenbosch. Um, and we're going to be opening that branch later this year as well. Um, School of Rock is really the world's leading performance music education system. Um, to put it in a nutshell, um, we reverse engineer um, the teaching of music. Um, so we teach it really from the bottom up as opposed from the textbook style of teaching. Um, and that we found has been an extremely effective and fun way of learning, which keeps students inspired and motivated to continue learning. Um, because I know you've also got a, a, a very good music background and uh, music isn't easy. Um, it requires um, a lot of work. It requires the practice you've got to put in the hours, uh, like everything in life, I suppose. Um, and this this way, we are able to keep them involved. Uh, we, we get them into bands as well, and we put on uh, great shows for them every two or three months, uh, which are themed shows, which are designed to teach certain styles and um, theory through the music. 
um, and we put them on on big stages around Cape Town, so they get to experience the lights, camera, action, um, and everything that goes with it. Yeah, your your school. Um, besides me doing some research on it, and obviously I I know you for a while, and so I'm familiar with the product. But your school is an absolutely amazing concept, and I think it provides another aspect to music education um, that is a is um, relatable to those that feel like. Or the concept of music being a far-fetched thing, which I need, I need to go. I, I can't do it. If I'm not a, if I'm not a musician at heart, then it means I cannot do it. Whereas it seems like your your programs and your school seems to make it more accessible for the person who just wants to actually learn and um, learn an instrument or learning learning to, to to play music or even sing. So yeah, so Keith, I was going to ask you what sets you apart, but I think you. I'll ask you the question anyway, but what I can draw from what you were saying is like putting kids on stages around Cape Town at the moment. And obviously when you do branch out to take over South Africa and Africa, yay, let's do that. Yay, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be on many other stages up in in the continent of Africa. Like what is that experience? What is that process like to get a child who is learning to be com- competent, first of all, but also confident to be playing on a stage in front of people. Yeah, that's such an important part of what we do. Um, a lot of people just think, oh, well, we just teach music. Um, it's it's more than that. I mean, I've seen over the last eight or nine years how students, every, everybody comes to School of Rock for a different personal reason. Uh, we have some really touching moments we've had because um, we teach all ages. Uh, we've had a student uh, last year who... Um, it was on his bucket list to to sing, um, and he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Um, he was in his 80s, and he came to us, and he was with us for a few months. Um, and we taught him to sing, and he sadly he sadly passed on um, towards the end of last year, and that really touched our our heart. We we see this time and time again that that um, I think people put themselves in boxes and and say, well, I can't do this and. Um, so I'm going to be a, make a fool of myself if I if I do this, and we allow people that platform, um, that stage just to come and be themselves and and live their dream, even if it's just for a few months. Um, I've I've seen kids come in here who, um, lack confidence. They've got no self confidence whatsoever, and uh, when you greet them, they their eyes are cast to the ground. Um. They they don't know where to look. They're embarrassed, and literally within three or four months, um, the kid is their head is lifted up. They're looking at you in the eyes. They're greeting you, um, and they feel confident. They feel inspired and and activated to just go out there and do what they love doing. And that for me, in a way, um, is almost more exciting. And and I live for that. That if people ask me what gets me out of bed in the morning and and what what motivates me, it's that. Just seeing the the overarching um, ability of the human psyche, I think, to forget very quickly that uh, I I thought I couldn't do this, but now I know that I can do it, and all within a in a in a space of a few months, with obviously the help of people who really um, are nurturing and kind, and and give people the platform to do that. Wow, I can only imagine particularly the story that you mentioned now of that student who had cancer and dealing with being able to make that dream a reality for him 
And I can only imagine how beautiful that, that experience was. Like, I'm just thinking of it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and Keith, uh, we'll just rewind a little, a little bit back. Like, the way you're speaking about School of Rock, obviously, you're excited about it, you're proud of it, and it's, it is it is an amazing experience and an amazing company and business. But what made you decide to to get into School of Rock? Because, like, I mean, you, how did you come to know about School of Rock being open to launch their schools here in South Africa? You know, that was a, a funny story. I, I, um, I think all my life I've, um, I've always had a, a sort of a sixth sense or um, a sense of discernment and that inner, inner voice, which I believe to be God, um, speaking to me and saying to me, Keith, you, your time is up here. You need to move on. You need, you've, you've left a legacy here. You have built, um, others up to be able to handle what you started. And it's now time for your skill set to be used elsewhere. And there came a time, uh, uh, on the farm as well, where I got a very clear message that it's time to, to move on. There's other things waiting for you. Um, I still have a very close connection and bond with the farm, obviously. Um, it's, it's still there and uh, it, it's very close to my heart. But I then uh, sat down on my laptop um, very randomly and what came to my mind is that um, I needed to open a an education um, system or a, a education a school, basically, that taught uh, music and, and in, particularly, uh, in particular rock music for some strange reason. Um, and, and there's always this association with rock that it's, um, there's all these negative connotations around rock and it's secular and it's this and that and the other thing. But, um, anyway, we, I, I looked, started looking into that and, um, I came across School of Rock. Um, I, I just Googled rock school and I thought, well, this is, I need to just have a look at this. <laughs> Up came School of Rock and I immediately shut down the laptop and I was annoyed. I thought, no, you, uh, God, you sent me to this laptop to look for these things and now this thing exists. So I'm, I'm done. Um, and it was the next day that I thought, hang on, let me just go and have another look. And then I found out that it was only in the, in the United States at the time. And I then reached out to them and they said, my word, they've been waiting for somebody from Africa to, <laughs> to reach out and open the school. So I then, um, looked into it and, and myself and my business partner then actually flew to, um, the USA to meet with these random people that we didn't know from a bar of soap. And that's basically where School of Rock started. And it was two years after that initial uh, encounter with them that we started the, the planning process here in South Africa to bring uh, this concept to, to Africa. Jeez. <laughs> it's amazing how God works. He kind of puts things in perspective and uh, he gives you the prompting and you follow the prompting. And I can't even imagine you typing rock, rock school and then School of Rock pops up. <laughs> The frustration, but also, okay, that was the sign. And yeah, I would have thought nine years down the line, or yeah, you'll be the the franchise, the, the master franchisee for the for the for the entity, which is really really cool. And uh, so, I think Keith, one more question about School of Rock, and then we'll move on to other other aspects. Like, what really sets you guys apart from other other schools? I mean, there are other schools, and we're obviously not going to be bashing other schools. But and I've worked with or worked in conjunction with other schools. But what really separates School of Rock. What is your, as they would say, your your um, your unique selling point? Your USP. What is your USP? USP. Very business like. Very business like. You know. We, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep quiet now. <laughs> what is unique to you guys? <laughs> uh, I, I think case. one of the I think one of the big things, Jason, is is my team. 
Uh, I, I cannot emphasize that enough. Um, you know, I remember when we started the school back in 2015, it was in 2014 that we we put an advert out in every conceivable um, uh, press. We are looking for people. We're looking for people. We need people. We didn't know how many people we needed. We didn't know who we needed or what we needed. Um, I have a I have a very limited music background, but some I I am fairly okay with with uh, music. My business partner not so much. Um, so I I was relying on God and a little bit of my music background to try and carry me through this. You know what they say? They say um, fake it till you make it, right? Yes. In, in twenty in twenty. <laughs> 2014, I was doing a little bit of that because I realized, boy, I'm going into a new industry. Um, but I, the one thing I did know is that I, I've i always had um, faith and I've always had belief in myself. So that, that old um, adage from that sports company, I, I won't mention their name, that says just do it. I've always lived by that, that just go out there and, and do it. Take a little bit of a leap of faith. Uh, it must be a calculated risk that you're taking, but take it and and see where it goes. And I think that's where we went in, in 2014. And up came, uh, I think we received over 300 applicants. We interviewed 150 of them that made it onto the, the shortlist. And eventually, at the time, we employed, uh, I think it was 10, uh, 10 of them. And we've subsequently grown the team to 20 now. And I must say the team are are literally all... Um, I don't want to say handpicked, but they are handpicked. They, they've come to us at, at, at a certain time, uh, in their life and in our life as well, where their skill set was needed. And every one of them is like family to me, family to the, to the business, family to the kids. So they are a very, very important part of, uh, of what we do here and, and a very big part of, uh, of setting us apart from other music schools. We really, um, put a lot of effort um, and do a lot of background research on people, getting the right people into um, to the business. Um, and obviously, it's very important because we're dealing with other people's children. Uh, education is a very big part of uh, obviously what we do here. And that's very important that people are adequately skilled and know what they're doing. Um, and, and obviously, that they also wear their hearts on their sleeves, that they are real people um they don't hold themselves above anybody else we're all equals here at the end of the day so i think that's a a a very big part of what sets us apart but then secondly obviously is getting into the the business side of things is that we have a massive network uh, around the world which i I don't think any other music school will even be able to achieve in any time just because it's been 30 or 40 years now um, in the making, um, lots of relationships built um, with some of the big um, artists in the USA um, and all around the world as well. And they are sort of co-opted into the School of Rock management body. Um, so it's sharing firsthand by real life rock stars out there um, that our kids and our parents and students are able to to draw from. Sure. Yeah. So if you didn't know by now, you'd want to get on the School of Rock, Rock bandwagon. So those that are listening and seeing us on YouTube and Spotify, School of Rock, it's good to hit your wagon to School of Rock <laughs> if you're hearing what School of Rock is all about. So um, yeah, that's a small plug. I'll plug more later. Don't worry. Um, so Keith, <laughs> School of Rock is one entity. Um, there's more to you than just School of Rock. Am I correct in saying that? Yes. Yeah. There's, there's this other thing in something to do with origin. There's something to do with bands. There's something to do with talent management. There's, Keith, can you tell us a bit more about that? Is there's, there's an other side to you. 
which not many people may know about. No, I mean, yeah, it's something we we we've sort of um, uh, developed over the last year or two. Um, getting into talent management, I think it's a natural. Uh, um, what's the word? Uh, yeah, natural process to move from for progression to move from this to to talent management. So uh, there's a number of things we do. First of all, our team on owners as Team Rock. Um, so they are also a band in themselves, uh, either a 10 piece band or a 16 piece band. Um, and they, uh, also are marketable. So that's what we do. We market them as a band for corporates and, and other uh, big functions around the country. Um, that we just started last year, which is going really well. And then we've started one talent management. So one talent management basically looks, uh, it's a bespoke talent management entity, which was set up um, primarily at this stage just to manage um, the sort of affairs and the and the careers uh, of four very talented um, young guys, um, notably Ravon Sakanary, Ryan Sakanary, um, Liam Webb, and Nathaniel Bartis, um, otherwise known as uh, True Origin, formerly known as Origin, but we're now known as True Origin. Um, okay. <laughs> um, and basically, as the name would suggest, it's it's the start of something new. That that's our payoff line. Um, we are inspired by nature, driven by humanity, and led by the soul. Um, and that's we we're really trying to get something new out there in in the market um, and seeing where it's it's going to go. Um, we have officially launched a couple of tracks um, for the band, um, and we have our official launch show. Later this month at the, at the V&A Waterfront, we've got some big artists that are appearing with us, um, namely Amy Jones and Chad Simon. Um, so that's going to be a, a really awesome show as well. And then really it's just about um, nurturing them as best we can um, and trying to get uh, build their careers and, and, and get them as far as we can from that aspect. Yeah. No, I, I obviously in my research, I went to go look and listen to some of the songs checked online. I enjoyed it really, 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 really good. And those guys are extremely talented and amazing. And so I can't wait to hear the albums and the more songs that come from that. And I will definitely make a plan to be at that show at the waterfront because because um, that lineup is going to be absolutely amazing. So yeah, School of Rock, you, talent management across the board. Uh, wow. You are a busy, busy man, a busy man filled with a lot of stuff happening throughout your day. I, I can only imagine how you keep it all together. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I think it, you don't know. <laughs> well, you're looking, you're looking well rested and good. Like you, you don't look like the world is on your shoulders. You look healthy and well. So that's, uh, that's a, It's still early in the year, right? It's only January. Yeah. <laughs> so, Keith, I, I mean, we're going to move to the last section of this particular interview. Um, like the motivation part, like what, what motivates you? And I know you mentioned earlier in our conversation, what gets you out of bed. But I think from the business perspective or from a human perspective, what motivates you to cover all these bases that you're covering that gets you up in the morning, that you get to manage the, the, the talents and the giftings of these different bands to build a system to help navigate and educate young to old young people and old people across the spectrum, across the age spectrum to not only achieve their dreams, to learn music, but to get out of their comfort zones and do something beyond themselves. Like what motivates you? What, what keeps you motivated to keep doing this? Jason, that's such a good question. I, I think it's, I think it's all about 
living a purposeful life. For me, that's that's very important. You know, we only get given one opportunity to to live life, so we might as well live it um, to the best. You know, um, live your best life, as they say. Um, and by that, I don't mean um, necessarily having all the materialistic things around you in know, a car and a boat and a plane and whatever else have you. But it's really about um, it's the motivation of, of digging very deep inside oneself and saying, right, what what more can I conquer? What more can I achieve? And what is what is this or how does this relate to my purpose? I think if you wake up every morning and you say, I re-identify with my purpose, I identify with my creator, and I know what my purpose is in life. Then it comes easy. You you are very self-motivated to just get up and do that. I, I believe in getting up very early in the morning. I don't even have an alarm clock, but I, I get up with with the um the the hens or the or the chickens. You know, when the chickens start <laughs> crowing in the morning, I'm I'm awake. Um and I believe in just you know, you must use every moment that you can to do the most. Um you know there must be balance obviously in one's life but i think if i can if i can help to make uh, a positive impact on people's lives um that makes me very happy uh, that's that's what i live for um keith so um for all the business people listening to this podcast those that are aspiring to be in business and just inspired, just inspired by your journey and school of rock like what are some of the lessons you've learned in building your business or multiple businesses that you've been part of over the span of your career? Yeah, so many, but I think just if I, if I can leave one last bit of inspiration, it's just to say that go out there and do what you enjoy doing. If you're passionate about something, um, you will be successful without a doubt. Don't doubt yourself, believe in yourself, uh, because put it this way, if you don't believe in yourself, who's, nobody else is going to believe in you. Um, when you believe in yourself, uh, self-confidence comes through and you then take and, and not and don't be scared to take small calculated risks in life. Uh, and, I, and I want to emphasize the word calculated because it's not about taking risks. A, a lot of people say, no, we must take risks. But I'm saying take take uh, use some discernment and, you know, pray about it. If you need to pray about it, do every you you um, uh, um, look up to, uh, you know, if you believe in God or whoever you believe in, just really get in touch with your creator and understand, identify, you must know, first of all, what your your purpose is. If you don't know your purpose in life, then the passion isn't going to come. So it's the purpose, it's the passion, and then after that, it's really about making a go of it. Get out there and believe in yourself and just do it. Uh, don't doubt yourself. Doubt is the is the the worst thing in life. So many of, of us battle with doubt. Uh, we there's so many things that go through one's mind. All the negative things. What is this person going to think of me? What happens if I fail? What if this doesn't work out? What what what? There's so many what what if questions, and it's not about focusing on those things because if you believe in yourself, you will be successful, um, and that's just the way I think I've lived lived my life, and I've always surrounded myself with uh with a great team uh because no man is an island i i would not be where i am today uh, were it not for the support and friendship of every one of my colleagues and my and team members throughout my life uh, not only here at school of rock but right back 
uh, going back to to um, varsity and 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 post varsity that those relationships are very very important and and that's why it's it's critical that uh, in life one also chooses one's friends wisely and hang around with the right people um if you're around surround yourself with the right people with good people good things come to you if you don't do that well jason eightfund <laughs> yes you will find out exactly you will find out <laughs> um keith if you had to die not that you want to die today we're all going to die obviously at one stage <laughs> but like how would you how how would you want to be remembered that's such a tough question i i i don't really know how to answer that um i i think it's because i'm just a naturally i'm a, I'm a very humble down to earth person and and for me it isn't about being remembered myself i think i i think if i can leave a a legacy um i'm not really focused on who left the legacy but as long as that i know that i can rest easy and I, and i will rest in peace knowing that i died empty i i really gave it my all um i helped others where i could um th- that for me is the is the most important thing and and uh, more more than that i can't really say you said it so nicely uh knowing if i could die knowing that i die empty that i died empty that i've given it all and uh that that is a that is a powerful that is a powerful state into a powerful way of looking at life and that means you give everything all the time and give, if, so everyone that's encountering you receives your best and uh that is that is absolutely absolutely amazing it has come to that time of the episode this is when we talk about gadgets apps and practices which make our lives a little bit easier or at least enjoyable and today i'm going to talk about canva my canva is deeply entrenched into my life if you want to put it that way it is a, a online graphic design platform which makes it accessible for the newbies and the novice people as well as experts to design a beautiful pieces of art and artwork that you could use for podcasts music um artworks you know the works you could use anything even powerpoint presentations which i've used it for like i said it's deeply entrenched in my life i use it in all aspects of my life for everything that i do so i look in sound uh or at least i look way more professional than what it is but it is definitely canva which has had an indelible mark on my life and like i said it's super easy to to navigate and to use and i can just um just throw out my creativity and thoughts in my mind onto the screen and able to just move things into place which makes it look very nice obviously if it's more intricate stuff then i do get involved and do get in contact with a graphic designer for the more like i said the more intricate stuff but for the most part it is an absolutely amazing tool um and i do encourage you if you don't use it by all means use it i use the premium version so i pay 800 uh 800 rand per year which is not which is super cheap and it gives me access to all the premium uh, features of the the program software so keith i've got canva what do you use what makes your life easier what sort of things do you do i love canva as well in fact i was lying in bed at 3 o'clock this morning i couldn't sleep and uh designing a couple of posters so <laughs> i hear you i love uh, can canva is the best um i mean where's canva been all our lives you know it's one of those things that you just exactly. ask yourself say why what <laughs> um but i think one of my one of my hacks is um an app called time tree 
um it's awesome app um it's really awesome if you are managing multiple teams and multiple bands um that actually you you get everybody everybody onto the app and everybody knows where they must be and when they must be there um very importantly and, and people can also um actively um add times that they're not available um you can schedule rehearsal times on their meeting times whatever the case may be so when when it comes to a busy um business um schedule like my own um it's good to have a diary but also to have time tree there it literally has everything and tells you where everybody is and when they can be and they can't be there is it a paid subscription or is it uh is there a free version of it it's actually there's a it's a free version um but i think if you don't want the pesky little adverts in it then you you can pay for it but it's uh the free version is is really good it's it's it offers you everything you need time three well i definitely will look into because i'm always looking for management tools because of the multiple things i'm involved in and i think this is a very very good way to to yeah to to help navigate that and also because part of my function I, i'm in charge of the music ministry at my church so there's we've got four bands with at least minimum five people in the band Per band, sorry. So you're looking at five to seven, sometimes eight people in the band. And so these rosters and all that stuff that has to be put in. And so this is a good management tool to help navigate for everyone to know when they're on and, you know, rehearsals and all this stuff. I think this will be something I can definitely explore and engage in. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it's really, it's a, it's a live platform as well. So actually as people um, make changes, it, it, everybody is notified in the, in the string. So you can see, oh, Jason um, has marked himself as unavailable on this date. Um, and then it saves you the back and forwards of, of messaging or phoning people and saying, are you available, aren't you available? So it's really good. I reckon, recommend you get onto TimeTree. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> and there you go, people. That is the hack of the day. So here are my thoughts of today's episode. Uh, Keith is an amazing conversationalist. I enjoy talking to him. I know him for years, so that's helpful. <laughs> but also, Keith, his story is just so amazing, and and our conversation there was so much, there's so many layers in what he was saying, so many points I could draw out. So I thought, let me just try, let me try and give you three things which stood out for me in the conversation. One, God is a key part of life. Throughout his journey, in fact, how he acquired School of Rock was the prompting of God to uh, knowing that his time in uh, on the farm was coming to an end and he needed to start and build something. So God prompted him and as I said, the rest is history. So God, and for those that don't believe in the Christian God, but believe in other gods, the spiritual aspect of something and higher power bigger than yourself assisting you <clears throat> in um, orchestrating your life or um, for your steps to achieve your dreams is important. So knowing that you can rest on something that's bigger than yourself and someone that's bigger than yourself is um, important and has been important in his journey. <clears throat> Second thing is don't live life with the intention of building legacy. Just live your life as is, as you want it to be and the legacy will be built automatically. Now, obviously, in the, in the intro, uh, and I, my understanding and my perspective of legacies that being intentional in how you live and with the thought in mind that you're building something beyond yourself Keith is like you know what actually just live life accomplish what you want to accomplish set out your goals 
be calculated in your risk. Do your things that you need to do. And at the end of your life, know that you've lived your life. And that will be your legacy. It's how people engage with you, how people encountered you, how people received things from you, whatever they needed, if they asked for help, how did you help them? That, those all form part of, of legacy. Which then ties into the third point I want to draw out is that he says, die empty. Give everything. So if people encounter you, they have experienced everything about you and you've given them your very best and your everything. So I was inspired by today's conversation and I know some things that I can take away and walk away and apply to my life. And uh, these are the things that I would definitely approach and apply to my life. So thank you for listening to Things We Learn on a Monday Morning. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe. Uh, click on the like button and click on the follow and even add some comments. I would love to hear from you. How did you enjoy the episode? Um, and look forward to some more amazing guests and more amazing conversations throughout 2024. So until next time, goodbye.